Welcome to the podcast of Reverend Roger Titrico, the resident pastor of the Redeemed Evangel Church Hall and also the Deputy General Overseer of the Church, a Bible believing in a fast-growing, charismatic church with the mandate to make people prepared for the Lord. Now, today's message. Begin to pray in the language of the Spirit for the next few minutes. Hallelujah We praise your name We bless your name In the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lift up your right hand and declare with me. I'm in the presence of the Lord. I'm going with God. And I'm going in God. The angels shall back me. Everything that bears my name shall be delivered into my hands. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I shall not miss my package. My package will not miss me. And my package will not be delayed. By the hands of the angel of the Lord, my gates shall continually be open. They shall not be shut in the morning. They shall not be shut at night. That men may bring unto me only good and great things. The hand of the Lord is upon me. Therefore, this week, this month, this quarter, I am running faster until I am ahead. I am favored of the Lord. Therefore, my hands will not be empty. I declare in the name of Jesus, I am a miracle. I am a sign. I am a wonder. For that matter, miracles shall happen to me. Signs will be seen in my life. Wonderful things shall happen to me. That shall be my testimony. I declare in Jesus' name that I am blessed. I am not cursed. I am a blessing. I am not a burden. I am rich. I am not poor. I am strong. I am not weak. I am above. I am not beneath. I am the head. I am not the tail. I move forward. I do not move backwards. I walk in good health. I do not walk in sickness. I am a child of God. I am a seed of Abraham. And I am an heir of the world. That is who I am. 
and that shall be my testimony in the land of the living in Jesus mighty name I declare you believe your declaration give the Lord a mighty clap of friend and you may please be seated give him a clap of friend as you take your seats hallelujah amen it's a beautiful thing to be in the presence of the Lord and I thank God most especially for the life of our father the father of this commission that is graciously in our midst today please appreciate him with a clap of praise. even Jesus the man that was born of the spirit needed someone to announce him he needed a John the Baptist to declare that behold the lamp of God that taketh away the sin of the world no matter your predestination no matter what you carry in this life you need someone at a point in time to announce you thank God we have a father we are grateful that you are in our midst sir. and then for you yourself corona couldn't keep you at home the rains couldn't stop you nothing shall stop your blessing this quarter put your hands together for yourself hallelujah bow your heads and let us pray indeed father every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that adonai is lord blessed be your name for this glorious morning now our hearts and minds are open to receive from you let the spirit of the word quicken our hearts May we be changed by the power of your word that changes us. Let the spirit in the word set us on our feet. We rebuke every foul spirit power of darkness. We have dominion over you. Therefore relinquish your power. Stand back, stand down. We bind your weapons over the souls and the hearts that are here today. Let your word release your blessing unto us and may our lives not be the same again in the name of Jesus. Amen. It is good to be in the house of God and then always we declare and we are not tired of declaring and if you understand the power of words you will keep declaring knowing that words don't die. They hang around until another word comes to counsel it. If you understand that, you be careful what you say. And you will keep saying some things in your life. Hallelujah. This week from Monday to Friday, from Wednesday to Friday, 6 p.m. every day, we'll be coming to pray. We'll be reopening evening services. And even we have opening, we are, we've opened and reopened evening services. So from this Wednesday, we are having three days solid. We are praying. The word breakthrough, the breakthrough moment we have for 10 minutes. We got it from the book of 2 Samuel chapter 5. The verse 20. When at the valley of Raphaim, 
David was facing a battle with the Philistines. And then the Bible said in the verse 20 that, So David went to Baal-Perizim and defeated them there. Hallelujah. Breakthrough movement is a movement to defeat something there. And he said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like the breakthrough of water. Therefore, he called the name of the place Baal Perizim, the God of breakthrough. And that is why we have breakthrough movement that God will break through something and some people before us. And this week we are having three days breakthrough nights. Wednesday, 6 p.m., Thursday, 6 p.m., Friday, 6 p.m. Cancel funerals. This last quarter, breakthroughs must be a lot for you. You must count breakthrough upon breakthrough. So don't stay at home. You know that now our six is six. If whether it rains or not, we will start at six. Whether it's two people or not, whether organism is around or not, six we are starting. And it's been powerful since, right? It's, it's beautiful. Even look at you, you are here. Rain. Hey! Put your hands together for yourself again. Great. So don't forget it. 6 p.m. each night, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Three days and the Lord will bless us and break through for us. Hallelujah. I started a topic last week and we are continuing, which we have entitled Grow Up. Say with me, Grow Up. Say it again, grow up. Now say to yourself, I will grow up. Where the Bible says in the book of 1 Peter chapter 2, the verse 2, that as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. So the Bible expects us to grow up. And I said that I started this series because there are some things I need to say and I need to teach. But I can only teach if you decide to grow up. And I said that if the devil had known, he wouldn't have locked down churches for three months and over. And so things wouldn't have taught on a Sunday we are teaching and we will teach. Because, and I say again as I've been saying that one important question you must always find an answer to is where are we on God's prophetic calendar? Where are we on God's prophetic calendar? There is a need for us to grow up because we saw last week that there is something that must happen before the last day of the Lord. In the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the verse 1, it says, Now, brethren, concerning the coming of the Lord and our gathering unto him, he said we shouldn't be confused about and we shouldn't allow anyone deceive us. That is in the verse 2. In the verse 3, he says something. He says that let no one deceive you by any means. For that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. The first one, the falling away. 
So before the Lord's day, before rapture, there will be the falling away. And then after the falling away, the man of sin or the son of perdition will be revealed. But one thing that we'll see is the falling away. And if we don't begin to grow up now, when I start teaching on the falling away, you will not understand because I'm going to teach on the falling away. The falling away, that word apostasia, which means the defection of the faith. Many will leave the faith and the Lord will do it. The Lord will test people. Many will get offended with churches. Many will get offended and not come to church. It's all part of God's falling away plan. God will allow. As much as there will be revival, souls will be won. There will also be the falling away. And I told you, I'll show you from the Old Testament and also from the New Testament why the falling away would come and whether they have been falling away before. And I will show you all these things. I'm tempted to talk about this thing because for a number of weeks I've been trying to tell you something about the 70 weeks of Daniel which I will deal with after treating the falling away. But as the Spirit leads us, we'll, we'll handle the two in a particular way. Because certain things that must happen according to Daniel chapter 9, the verse, um, last week's second service, they were really blessed because I went into detail on this a little. From the verse 24 downwards, and especially the verse 27 talks about what will happen in the 70th week. And it says that he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. That is the last week, the 70th week. The 70th week. And I explained before that it is a week of years. So that one week is actually seven years. And one of the things that we'll see in the 70th week will be the confirmation. If I read from the New Living, the Living Translation, the NLT, it says that it shall confirm the treaty. You got it? Thank you, Pastor Dennis. Wow, that's great. The ruler will make a treaty with the people for a period of one set of seven. That is one week or the seven years. And after half this time, he will put an end to the sacrifice and the offerings, which I will go more into, which talks about the seven years after the rapture and the treaty will be broken in the middle of the week, half the year. I will go more into it. But the reason why I'm bringing this one is that something happened. I'm telling you that Corona, not Corona as a disease, but the way the media is going with it, they just want us to, they just want to take our mind off something that should alert us. So when you open the news and there's nothing about Corona, you switch it off. What is the recovery rate? What is the number of deaths? Then you are, you, then you, you think there's nothing interesting. But something happened on the 15th of September. Just this week. Israel entered a treaty with the UAE and the Bahrain. And then we are told that very soon about either five or seven African countries would also enter the treaty the peace deal. They call it Abraham's Accord. Is that it? Yeah. 
They signed it in the White House. But we know that Daniel spoke of it, that it must happen in the 70th week. That the reason why the church is not like rapture has not come is that he's, he's, according to the prophecy of Daniel, the treaty is not with just one nation. It's with many. It started with the UAE. Sudan, we heard Sudan will come. Bahrain, Bahrain is already in it. Sudan will come. Oman will come. As Daniel spoke of it. And it is a sign that very soon the church will be raptured because the last week that last seven years the church will not witness it the body of Christ will be taken away so the coming of Jesus is closer than before he said that no one knew at the hour but he didn't say no one knew at the year I'm not saying he said the year though but if you are prophetic you know that he's shorter than before and you begin to repent and you begin to grow up and you begin to stop certain things and begin to mature so that you will not be caught unawares when I saw this on the, 7th, on the 15th of September I almost changed my sermon for today because it will help you if you know where we are on God's calendar and you know what to invest in and what not to invest in because the coming of Jesus is shorter than you think the signs of the last week of Daniel has started if not for Corona this may the one world religion the meeting was supposed to be held in this May they cancelled it in um, and placed it in September and then they moved it again to early next year but we know that that one, that one world religion would come after the church is gone but plans things have been put together for it beloved very soon first flight will come and I pray for you that you are caught up in the first flight because this last week listen to the last part of it he said as the climbers when he breaks the peace treaty because all these things that are being signed they will be broken the garanta went half year into the month um, half the week he will break it and then things would the treaties will be broken then things perilous things will start happening that was why he said that and as a climbers to his terrible deeds he will set up a what powerful what it? that's an English word eh? what is it the English students help us sacrilegious object he will set up a sacrilegious object that causes a desecration until the faith decreed for this defiler is finally poured out on him other translation says that there will be perilous times and terrible things 
such as has never been from the foundations of the earth till now. That is why you want to be away. You don't want to miss the first flight. You don't want to miss the rapture. I pray for you that you'll be caught up. I pray for you that you'll be carried away. That you will not see these things, these evil deeds, these sacrilegious things. You will not see them. So know when we are where we are on God's calendar and know that a lot of things are going to happen. So don't miss church, whether rain or shine. You need to know these things, okay? And I'll, I'll, I'll take time. I'll bring images. I'll show on the screen the, the dispensation, the 69 weeks, the 70th week, what caused the break? How long was the break supposed to be? I'll teach you all these things so that you know where we are on God's calendar. Because the 2,000 years is up. The two days is up. Jesus is coming for his church. I can't wait to leave. I can't wait to leave. I can't wait to leave. Well, we are talking on... We are talking on grow up. Say with me, grow up. Yeah, so if things are like this, because of the falling away, you must grow up so that you will not fall away. And we realize that there are stages of growth when he says that as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that thou may grow thereby. He says that newborn babes, that word that we saw, babes, there was brephos in the Greek. Brephos. And brephos we saw was the same word that was used in Luke chapter 2, the verse 16. When he says that they came and saw the baby in the manger. That baby they saw in the manger, the same word brephos. So brephos we realize that it's, a, it's an infant, it's a baby. It's, 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 it's not a matured person. So as we are born again, there are people who are at baby level, infant level. And the Bible makes us to understand those things. And we saw the characteristics of people who are at baby level. Because in the book of First Peter, we realized that Peter was writing to the pilgrims from Asia, Cappadocia, and all those things who were baby Christians, young people. And he was telling them this. And we saw what characterizes them. In the book of First Peter chapter 2, the verse 1, we saw a lot of things that he said they should lay aside. Miles, all deceit, all hypocrisy, envy, evil speaking. There are things that characterize a baby level of a Christian. And anyone in a manger, the slightest thing, they begin to cry out, they begin to make noise, they begin to shout. And anytime you are shouting at the slightest thing, you are still a baby. Say with me, grow up. He told Timothy, we saw, that you should continue in the way that you have been taught, which you have learned from us. In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3, from the verse 14, he said that continue in these things. For the word of the Lord, when you come down, he said that for the word of the Lord was given by inspiration, suitable for doctrine, reproof, for instructions in righteousness and all those things. So by the time you are reproved by the word 
and you cry, you get offended because the word of God was released and something was preached in the word and you pick an offense. The verse 17, I'm sure. You pick an offense. 16. Great. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable unto doctrine for reproof, for correction, and for instructions in righteousness. By the time the word of God comes to you, they preach to you and you are offended. Why should the church, why should pastor say this? Why should you be reproved? Why should you be corrected? Why should the word of God come to you this way? It's only a baby in a manger that will cry at the slightest thing. Someone steps on you and everyone in church must know that you are offended. They gave us signs of an infant person and we saw a lot of them last week and the next group of people we are seeing and we are seeing from today in the next few minutes if we don't finish we can always continue next week in 1st Corinthians chapter 13 from the verse 1 1st Corinthians chapter 3 sorry from the verse 1 it says that now brethren now I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual, as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. Now we are seeing again babes in Christ. But this word is different from the other babes that we saw in the book of Luke. This is Nepios, babes, and I will show you. Please move on. I fed you with milk and not with solid food. For until now, you were not able to receive it. And even now, you are still not able to. Praise the Lord. Now, so here he talks about babes. But the babes we heard of in 1 Peter were people who just needed milk. But the babes he's talking about here, he said that they are of age to eat mature food. But he's still feeding them with milk. Did you see it? So it means that he is not talking about infants. And he didn't use the word brephos. He used the word nepios in the Greek. Say with me, nepios. Yes. Nepios is a young adult so not an infant that was why he said that as much as I have wanted to feed you with solid food until now you've been a brefos for many years until now you cannot take solid food it's too hard for you when we preach some things it's too hard for you when we say some things it's too hard for you you are still a brefos you are still looking for the milk of the word and I'm still giving you the milk of the word. But now you must be taking solid food. Because you've been around for a while. Though there is solid food available, you are unable to receive it. Not that I can give it, Paul said. But I fed you with milk, not with solid food. For until now, you were not able to receive it. And who is an appeals? 
someone who is, let me say, a young adult, appeals from the word nepo, which means to talk. The eos that was added to it is the negative form. So someone who talks negatively, Paul was calling here an appeals. But someone who is not skillful with the communication of the word of God, Paul described that person as a nepios who still needs milk instead of solid food. Though he has been around for a while, though he's been born again for a long time, though he's been married for a long time, he or she is still a baby in marriage, still petty about some things. I like to make the word of God all rounded edge sword. Spiritually, you are still touchy and petty about a lot of things. You have still not grown up. So the listening, you are offended. In the marriage, you are offended. In the church, you are offended. The slightest thing you must be told. That is the milk of the word. You still need milk. Whilst until now you've been around for long. You've been born again for long. You've been born again for long. But we can't give solid food. Because when we give it, you'll be offended. When we say it is not done according to the word of God, you are offended. You still need someone to be praying for you to be healed. Whilst you've been born again for a while. And by now you should grow up by faith to know that you, you have to declare it. You have to declare it. Some things, it cannot come out of your mouth. No. I am healed. I refuse this thing. I refuse this thing. I refuse it. You cannot. Oh, pastor. Oh, pastor. We understand. We will still give you the milk. Whilst you should be grown up by now and be able to handle some things. What are the things that characterize an appeals? And appeals in marriage, and appeals in finances, and appeals in academia. First Corinthians chapter 13, the verse 11. Paul said, was writing to the church in Corinth. When I was a child, and this place, the same word appeals. When I was a child. I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I taught as a child. But when I grew up, I put childish things. When I became a man, I put childish things away. What are the signs of an appeals? This is the way of life. The way of action. This is how they know them. They speak first before they understand, before they start thinking. You've been in marriage for a while. You've been around born again for a while. And up to now, you will speak, you will answer someone 
before you understand what they were actually oh I didn't know then you go back before you start thinking but for a mature person you know that you think first you understand before you speak but for an appeals so he said when I was a child this is how we know an appeals they talk first things they don't understand they talk about before they understand when they understand now then they go back and they start thinking instead of thinking first then understanding before talking you know that a lot of people in marriage they still talk before they understand I, I, didn't, oh, I didn't understand it that way but you've already said it you've already said the things you shouldn't have said You've already acted a way you shouldn't have acted. You are just an appeals. Say with me, grow up. Grow up. There are things about tight you don't know. You are the first person to talk. You finish talking before you understand. You say, oh, okay, I didn't understand it was like that. Then you now go home and start reading your Bible and thinking. Then you shouldn't have spoken first. They are not skillful. That's how we know them. The babies, they are the ones that cry. The least thing they are offended. They are the brevos. The baby level. The milk people. The least thing, oh, I'm offended. Oh, he shouldn't have spoken to me like that. Oh, why should I sit by someone who is smiling in church? Who, who, whose mouth is smelling in church? This person, I don't like sitting around him because when during offertory time and during prayer time, he claps too loudly and blah, 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 blah. That is a baby. Deceit. Offended by the slightest thing. Evil speaking. They are in church. Commenting on someone's shoes, someone's hairstyle. You're still a breakfast. You're still a baby. And during the falling away, you shall fall away. And I said, I will tell you the reason why. If you understand Amagidon, that the Lord on the white horse must win that battle, then not everyone must go into battle with him. People who are in church because of welfare. This church, they don't do welfare. That church, welfare. Be following welfare. All those people will fall off. That is why he's allowing them falling away. All of them will be falling away. People who didn't follow Christ out of their love, that is why he said there must be the apostasia, the falling away first. Because there is a battle after seven years that we've gone to and we are returning in the second advent oh come on that battle we must win and we are going to win that is why everyone who didn't follow Christ with a genuine heart there will be the falling away first that is why you need to grow up because the babies will fall away as much as there will be revival people will be going into other churches then I will explain Lord has placed a lot of things on my heart. And people will be going to churches that their leader does not follow Jesus Christ. And Jesus is only coming for the church, his church, the church of the Lord, the church of Jesus Christ. So if you don't belong, you can belong to a church, but if it's not the church of Jesus Christ, you've missed it. It's going to be wild these few years less than 10 years less than 15 years it's going to be wild 
He's going to be wild. That's why he says, let him who has ears hear what the Spirit of God is saying. It's going to be wild. That is why you must decide to grow up. Don't be petty. Christians were the first to say, to, to be excited. But there's no family greetings. I don't, I don't like shaking hands with some people. You're a baby. For unhygienic reasons, for hygienic reasons and stuff. No problem. But that same person will sell to you in the market, you take it. That same person will meet you at the mall and sell to you, you will take it. But you can't greet in church. You are a baby. You are not talking to people. You are a baby. So he gave us the characteristics of babies. But for Nebius, the young adults, they talk about everything in church. They've been around for long. They think they've been around for long. They criticize everything. They talk before they understand. Then they will start thinking. But he said, when I became a man, I put childish things away. So there are things that are childish things. You don't understand, you are talking. You should think first. Understand before you talk. Even in marriage. Even in business. See how we've all been Nepioses around. Acting childish. And when they call you and your husband and say, you shouldn't have done it that way. You think we are supporting someone? still in Nepios. Say with me Nepios. Ah. <sighs> trying to control myself. Papa is in the house. Eh? <laughs> so there's somebody put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> so they have a way of life. That we see them Begin to grow up and say that I will not talk about everything. Everything you are talking, everything you are murmuring. Babies cry. Brefons, they cry. Nepios, they talk. They talk. They talk about people's shoes. They talk about pastor's shoes. They talk about pastor's dressing. They talk about the church. They are the everything they, they will finish talking before they understand. They talk about offering. They talk about thanksgiving. They talk about everything. Am I just talking about Christian life? I'm talking about your own life. In marriage. See how you are the first to talk about everything. You don't understand it. Then when, later when they explain to you, say, ah, I didn't understand it like that. Have you realized there are some people who talk like that? If you've been around for a while. You realize that in marriage, some people, they, that's how they talk. They say, oh, I didn't understand it like that. There are certain people, when you've married for a while, they'll tell you, ah, but you've already said what you shouldn't have said. Our, our women in the house, put your hands together for women. But you need to grow up. You need to grow up. In the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12, and I'm running up with that in the next few minutes. Hebrews 5, verse 12, please. For though by this time ye ought to be teachers, so still is not breathless, because an infant cannot teach. 
For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracle of God, the oracles of God, and you have need. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. Again, he's still complaining about them. Go to the verse 13. For everyone who partakes of only milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. For he is a babe. Here again we see a babe. And the word is not brephos, but it is nepios. If it were to be a breakfast, I'm trying to let you know that anytime he used babes, they were talking about different levels. We are looking at the levels of growth. There is a baby level, an infant level, and there is a young adult level. That is a nepios. A baby, an infant, he will not say, an infant for by now, you should be a teacher. No, an infant will not teach. It will only be a young adult or someone who has been around for a while. And he says that those who partake of only milk is unskillful. You don't want to chew anything. You don't want to exercise your job. You don't want any heavy word. He's unskillful in the word of righteousness. And he's still a babe. Look at what he says next. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is those who by reason of use have, have their senses exercised to discern between good and evil. They have exercised themselves. So strong meat is not for everyone. But he said that, Elder Victor, he said that by now you should be a teacher. You should be able to teach the word. You should be able to hold the microphone. You should be able to lead. Do some things. But you are still a babe. You still need someone to teach you. You are still a nepios. Why? Because you are unskillful with the word of righteousness. You are unskillful with the word of righteousness. The words. That was why I said how we know the nepios is not by their complaints, it's by their words, the way they talk. They talk before they understand and then before they start thinking. By then it is too late. Praise the Lord. They are unskillful in the word of righteousness. That means that even with the word, with words, we need skills with words. In marriage, we need skills with the word. In marriage, we need skills with the word. In church, we need skills with the word. And I pray that God will give us grace. That those of us who are babies, we would grow up. Those of us who are nepios will begin to take solid food. Those who by reason of use have their senses exercised. They've exercised their flesh 
to discern that this is good, this is evil. You, they will not ask again. So, pastor, I want to understand it. Is it good for a Christian to take alcohol after 35 years of marriage, of, of being born again? You will still ask this question. Huh. You know the way people want to seek permission to sin and do what they want to do? So they will come. By the time you can talk like this, you are unskillful. So you know your level. You know your level. So pastor, if we wear this to is it wrong? How, next and now, from now on was, when you ask me such questions, before I answer, I'll ask you how long you've been born again. I say, how long have you been born again? I say, 20 years. How long have you been in redeem? 28 years. I say, oh, powerful. Put your hand together for yourself. Then we'll leave it there. Praise the Lord. But the people that solid food belongs to are the people who by reason of use have exercised their senses to discern both their flesh. They've exercised, not their spirits, their senses, their flesh to discern this is good, this is evil. pray that we will receive grace this morning to grow up. And the people who have been babies all of a sudden will grow up. At any level why is it necessary for your heavenly walk? Our time is shorter than ever. shorter than ever. If you have plans for your money, you can do what you want to use your money for. Stop looking at many years to come because if what, you, what you have to do if you don't do it in the next few years, you might never do it. Because very soon the trumpet will sound. Don't worry, your obituary is not 50 years from now. We'll not get there. 20 years might even be too long. I'm careful not to mention anything. But Jesus is coming soon. May God give us grace to grow up in the spirit, to grow up in our lives and mature as men. Bow your heads in prayer. Pray and ask for grace. Grace, Lord, give me grace to grow up. 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 I receive grace to grow up. I receive grace to grow up. I receive grace to grow up. Clarinet sombra hita la cradiato.
growth in their lives like they have not seen in the past 10 years the grace that causes growth we declare it in the name of Jesus Amen with every eye closed and every head bowed you are here you are not born again and all these things we are talking about does not even apply to you He's coming for his own. You don't have Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. With every eye closed and every head bowed, please lift up your hands wherever you are. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for all the souls that are represented here. May your grace release a totality in redemption. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening. And remember to share and subscribe to enjoy more messages like this. Now, go and live a victorious life. God bless you.